Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Welcome back. It's been a while. I know. You know what you forgot to say? What? That this is a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Oh, thank you for that. Oh, that is what this is. <laughs> it's been so long you've forgotten what it is we're doing. Well, I learned a, I learned a little truth about myself today. Okay. Uh, nothing nothing mind-blowing. Um, but... You know how there's instances where like the real you comes out in a, in, in certain moments in life. And one is like when you're genuinely scared, you know, like what noises you make, what, you know, whether you fight or flight when you're genuinely scared, oh, okay. well, mm-hmm. something along that lines, I, um, I was just coming back from walking the dog and I have taken to walking the dog with like an electric fly swatter, just cause the deer flies out here in the country oh, yeah. are pretty thick. Um, and I feel like a real badass when I'm out there. Cause it's like, okay. So beside the point, went on a nice long walk with the dog, um, came back. And as I was walking up the steps to the porch to come inside, something stung me. And the words that came out of my mouth in that moment were so true and pure (laughs) (laughs) because the pain was so intense. Yeah. Um, I did say, ow, motherfucker, mm-hmm. and then proceeded to swear at the bug as it flew away Yeah, and called it son of a bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so like in that moment, you think that you, you know, you know, as a kid, you swear because you think that, you know, you think it makes you sound tough or uh-huh. older and stuff like that. Nope. The pain like real life pain and real life instant was Valerie will say motherfucker. So it doesn't matter who's around just so you know, that's, what's going to come out of my mouth. I believe, I I believe there are actually scientific studies that show it actually makes your pain feel better when you curse really loudly. Really? Yeah. I don't know if maybe it's not specifically cursing. I think they use that as an example (laughs) in the thing, but it's more so like instead of being like, oh, okay, let it out. Don't worry. It's just like the outburst of whatever comes to your mind is going to make you (laughs) physically feel better. (laughs) Literally, it. I'm gonna say it made it did make me feel better, um, but Mm -hmm. I don't know because it was pretty. Literally shaking my fist and yelling at this bug as it flew away. And then ran inside and got some ice. Well, I may learn something about myself today. Um, I think that I accidentally took two of my prescription medications. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Which are a stimulant. I mean, it's a, low, it's a low-dose stimulant, so it won't be like a heart attack inducing if I did accidentally take two, but... Are you going to clean the house? <laughs> I might, which would be a good thing. Because it was one of those like, you know, it's like, I, did I take it? I can't remember if I took it. I don't think I did. And so then I took it. And then after a while, I'm like, kind <laughs> like, of like, whoa. I think I did. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye on you for some sort of like energized burst. And you keep an eye on me for some sort of anaphylactic right. <laughs> reaction to whatever this bug was. Because it also was, you know, when I couldn't get this mic to work, I was like, very intense about it. <laughs> I may or may not have flung the microphone across the room. 
which yeah, would guarantee only, it not working next time. I was going to say that could be part no, of the No, it was problem. not it was not working before I threw it across okay. the room. Well, you know that doesn't make it work any better. I've learned It makes that. me feel better. Hey. <laughs> dear science. <laughs> what we learned today. <laughs> <laughs> Having tenter tantrums makes us feel better. <laughs> Season 3, Episode 13, Ghost Facers. Strap in for the scariest hour in the history of television. Ghost hunting dweebs and reality show wannabes Ed and Harry invade the same haunted house Sam and Dean are investigating. The results are unreal. Written by Ben Undland and directed by Phil Screecha. Um, oh unpopular opinion here. I fucking love these guys. <laughs> I love this episode. <laughs> I loved this episode too. I absolutely adored this episode. Um, I, <laughs> I went back and watched old Ghost Hunter episodes yeah. because of this. I was like, yeah. and they got it bang they on, really did. I will say. They got it bang on. Mm -hmm. I loved every part of this episode. Um, I also love dweeb. I haven't heard that word in a yeah, million years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that these guys get so much hate in the fandom. Like, I know I, whenever I see, like, for instance, a Reddit post that might say, you know, they're doing a semi-poll, you know, like, what are the episodes that you always skip? And, like, the Ghost Facers ones are always in the list somewhere you know people are like i hate those guys but i don't understand the hate i really don't i wonder if, if they think it's a distraction from the the winchesters you know because the winchesters Probably. are the focus of the episode it's yeah. the ghost facers yeah and they do kind of show them up as far as as humor you know they <laughs> they pull the spotlight you know they're just yeah. like they got like good energy they're good improv artists you know and they really hone in on the yeah, like they're super into their craft, but also like the biggest dorks ever. Right, right. But they're not the Winchesters. Yeah, and that's what people tune in to see. I honestly think that's why the spinoff with the with the women didn't work. Maybe it's not because it was anti women. It's that because it wasn't the Winchesters. Yeah, people want to watch the Winchesters. Which, by the way, I would have totally tuned into that show because I loved those characters. I know, I did too. And I also loved their relationship with the Winchesters. Yeah. So the fact that people don't like the relationship with the Ghost Facers, I mean, I don't know why they don't like like the Ghost Facers, but I would just anyway, you're right. They're they're funny, they're adorable, mm -hmm. um, and they're uh they're good foils for Sam yeah. and Dean. Yeah. You know, it's it's just really funny because it so shows Sam and Dean as like the adults in the room, which is not uh -huh. always the case yeah, with them. There's always somebody else who's like boys. <laughs> Yeah, Idiots. I I never watched the the spinoff, uh, the Ghost Facer spinoff. I didn't watch that. Is that there didn't a Ghost Facer spinoff? I well, I think you mentioned like they did a web series or I, something. I theorize that they did a web series because around this time is like when web series webisodes of things were like a big deal. Right. Um. I never at the time I wasn't really aware of them, so that would be my guess. And also on the DVD, there um, there's kind of like extra footage of their confessionals. Like oh. they allowed a lot of improv in this. You know, it was, yeah. it was just like, go for it. Just do your thing. 
And yeah. so the guys who played Ed and Harry and some of the other ones too, you know, they just kind of did rolled with it. Yeah. Yep. They just did. Yes. A, and yes. And yeah. Anyway, so they did a lot of that. And so they put those extra confessionals on the extras of the DVD. I'm sure it's probably on YouTube somewhere, but you should, if you like the ghost facers, you should go look them up because they are kind of funny. (laughs) I kind of wish I didn't see any outtakes from this. And I looked, I looked around for some, and I wonder if they just kept those close to the vest because they were so improvisational. Probably. Um, Because I would have loved to have seen just moments of where somebody broke, like the scene just went too far. Yeah. And they broke. (laughs) I would have loved to seen those outtakes. (laughs) So another thing about this episode, um, I mean, we haven't really gotten into it yet, but I compared it to Ghost Hunters. And stylistically, not mm-hmm. only um, scripting of it, the camera movements, the actual uh, editing of it mm-hmm. was all Ghost Hunter. Some people called it Blair Witch, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot that down right now. And I'm gonna say there was no Blair Witch in this. Yes, there was handheld cameras, and there was first person and, and camera view. Stuff. I'd say that's the only similarity is that Blair, I think because Blair Witch is shot like a ghost hunters episode like that's right. where they pulled in from inspiration yeah. from or anything that was like a ghost hunting related there's a lot of shows like that there's i don't right. even know all the names of them but there are so many <laughs> there's a whole channel on digital cable dedicated to like paranormal shows awesome. like this or like well, you know ghost dateline type of stuff but well, they also started a whole nother Ghost Hunter series. Like one of the guys <laughs> decided to to pick it back up again it, after yeah. they went their separate ways. One of yeah. them was like, oh, wait, I'll do it again. I'm like, oh my God, you guys, you've already been called out for the hoax, yeah. you know, for perpetuating hoaxes on people. And now you want to go back to it. Yeah, I think probably people don't care. They're like, I don't care. I just want to, no. it's fun. So. Okay, so let's start this episode. Um, in the recap, a very basic recap, uh, it's a monster montage. We're kind of revisiting Dean's deal because remember, this episode was the first one back after the writer's strike. The last episode aired, hold on, I have the dates, February 21st of 2008. And this one aired April 24th of 2008. Wow. So that's two months. So there's just kind of reminding us of the very, very, very basic things that we're yeah. dealing with. Which is Monster they're fighting killer. monsters, and Dean is also, you know, got a on deal a timeline to that, right? Yeah. Right. And then it's just a bunch of scenes from the Hellhounds episode, where yeah, it jumps into Ghost Facers. So it's it, it yeah, it's like all well, the in stuff the recap, that we saw yeah, with them. Yes, in the the last episode we saw them, which was in season one, I think. I think it was season uh, one, the last Hell time Hounds? that we've seen them for Hellhouse. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're um, right. Yes, we get into the title splash early, but then it like glitches and changes into death. Ghost facers. Facers. I thought that was really interesting. So yeah, Yeah. supernatural title splash cut. (laughs) Ghost facers. And so we're like overtaken by Ed and and Harry, basically in this like masterpiece theater setup. (laughs) The two of them are sitting in front of a fake fireplace. They're sitting in these two like burlap style grandpa chairs wearing a bow tie and an ascot yes. you know they, they've like designed this... their own mood lighting <laughs> with like a rotostat to, to like turn it dimmer to make it scarier and they're doing this like one-on-one with the cameras yeah and it's this unsolicited reel that they've sent to producers 
they even call it that. <laughs> They're like, if you've received this unsolicited reel. Yeah, these outfits are fantastic because it's like this weird, we need a tux, but we don't have a tux. So what can we pull together to make it look like a tux? And there's also it like something that. kind of like a smoking jacket. I think Ed is wearing a yes. smoking jacket type of thing. Harry's holding a snifter. Um, <laughs> oh, something. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, we need this to look like super, super classy. What do we got? I lo so, also like how meta they get with, um, they actually mentioned something about the writer's strike. You know, it's yes. like, this, is, this is your cure to the writer's strike. We know that you're fed up with it. And who needs writers when we got reality yeah. TV? TV. Strap in for the scariest night in television. Yes. The scariest night of your life. Now they did one of the best camera takes here and i forget who it was i think it was ed looks over his shoulder at like the kids the camera moves so he uh -huh. looks over his shoulder now at the camera and does this look yeah. <laughs> and that is a look that jensen does over and over again in outtakes he does this look over his shoulder take to the camera and i'm like yeah. oh my god too funny so they're trying to like make themselves be heroic and spooky mm -hmm. and this is the answer to all of your your troubles here we go yep, yep. that launches into the ghost facers theme song yep their whole title role <laughs> i adore this theme song and i think it's well, did, honestly a little bit genius <laughs> didn't, <laughs> we go into the kitchen until it gets hot <laughs> it's like we stay in the kitchen when the kitchen gets hot oh. we face the ghosts <laughs> when others will not it's like, oh, ghost facers, I get it. <laughs> Face the ghost. Face the ghost. I think Ed, Edlin uh, Ben Edlin wrote it, ben yes. Edlin. In fact, he uh -huh. came in with the pitch and he was just like, hey, remember those guys from season one? I think that we should do them again, but now they want to do a reality show and they have a theme song and here's the theme song, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. What do you think? <laughs> and Kripke and the team are like, uh-uh, you had us a theme song. Let's, <laughs> we got it. This is amazing. Brilliant. Genius. Full uh, stop. Let's go. Oh my God. It's, it's very clever because perfect balance between like super lame and cheesy and like, well, oh, okay. That's actually do you remember, a fun. You remember how excited song. I was when you played me our theme song for the first time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's awesome. And I love their title role. Um, and it's like, it's all different, you know, action shots of the mm -hmm. ghost facer team setting yeah. up stuff or, you know, going after ghosts. And it's, the, again, it's the exact same thing as ghost hunters. It's, mm -hmm. and I love everyone's, uh, everyone has multiple titles under their names. <laughs> <laughs> They're not just like, you know, Ed, you know, producer. It's like yeah. Ed, producer and an explosive expert or something. <laughs> it's like, what? I also like that they put in credits for Sam and Dean. Yeah. Now I wrote down, I answered my own question after I wrote this question down. So it gets answered later. Okay. But I was like, so in this opening credits of ghost facers, there's pictures, there's footage of Sam and Dean. Yeah. And I was like, so is that footage from, you know, when they were in Texas or is that footage from like what's happening mm. today? And I'm like, hmm. yeah. and I couldn't really tell from the footage, honestly. Yeah. Um, cause it's also shaky and blurry and dark hallways uh -huh. with lights at the end. So you can't see. Um, so that was a question that I wrote down that I'll answer later. 
I loved at the end, I'm sorry to keep talking about the, how genius this was with the end of the ghost facer title credits with it, it shows like a team in front of their van. It says mm-hmm. ghost facers on the van. They have all of their road cases stacked in front of the van. And every single one of them has that crossed arm pose yes. with their <laughs> foot up on a road case, um, <laughs> like a la captain Morgan. Yeah. Uh, but Maggie, the one girl in the group, has picked the tallest road case to try to sling her <laughs> foot up on. That. So she's literally like, <laughs> super like leaning awkward backwards. Yes, super awkward. And then there's um, Harry who can't figure out how to cross his arms in front of his body. But they yeah. kept that in. Like that's part of it. they couldn't. He's like, should I cross him like this? Should I take him down? Should right. I? They, that's did, still they didn't have enough time or money to reshoot that. <laughs> or, reshoot it, or even edit that out. Oh, God. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Okay. So then after the theme song, that's the show starts and it starts off kind of like, kind of like a making the band episode almost, you know, where they're Mm -hmm. like loading up the, the truck, you know, packing all the equipment and also introducing members of the crew. Yeah. Um, In a narration. Yeah. Yes. Because they were just two lone wolves, but two lone wolves need other wolves. Other And luckily, their jobs at Kinko's allow them to get out of work by six every day. <laughs> so they can. So these other part of the wolf pack are uh, Spruce, who is the camera guy, who is 15 16th Jew and 1 16th <laughs> Cherokee. Cherokee. Uh. Uh, Corbett, who is the intern slash cook, also very infatuated with Ed, Ed. Old, ruggedly handsome Ed. Harry's okay. Uh, and Maggie, who is the adopted sister of Ed. I also love the, uh, you know, there's like voiceover over some footage, but some of this footage are Harry and Ed pantomiming slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> While cars are like whizzing by in real time in the background. Oh, I gotta check my watch. watch I'm not wearing a watch. <laughs> And one of them actually like kind of stumbles because he's trying so hard to walk slow. <laughs> and then he tries to recover in slow motion from the stumble. Very funny. So we are taken into um, the Ghost Facers headquarters, which is like a garage in someone's house. But they've got it all decked out to be their, yeah. their Ghost Facer headquarters. They've got a coven poster on the wall, which gets highlighted numerous times mm-hmm. in this episode. And I also love that there's a copier machine in the uh, <laughs> in the garage, but they've got the whiteboard set up. They've got mm-hmm. table and chairs. It's like patio table and chairs. This totally reminded me of that time when we we had that house in Hawaii that had no furniture in it. Yes, and so um, we were just like getting donations we, and borrowed like anything yeah, that we, we literally could. Had like patio furniture, which we ended up keeping like outside on the patio <laughs> instead of bringing inside. We had yeah, a couch. Maybe. I know we had a couch. It was like a rent a a rent a center couch or something yeah, that, that, that the cat that tore cat up. destroyed. Oh my god! <laughs> but I just remember we got into this house. We're like, this is great. There's nothing in this house, and yeah, we ended up having all our on. meetings just sitting on the floor <laughs> watching yes. the cat destroy this rented. So they're having their their nightly uh, meetings. They're discussing a case that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, a house they want, a haunted house they want to go and film. The Morton House. It's super haunted every leap year. It's yes. the most haunted house in America. I'd and no that. one's ever stayed the night, but that's all Never. about to change. 
all about the change. So we're going to go. So they decide to, that's what they have to do. They have to get their stuff together and they're going to go. Yep. That's, film this that's house their mission is like filming the house. And I, I love that just before they, you know, break for the night, like suddenly the camera starts shaking and, you know, there's this like fake jump scare and turns out it's just like Ed's dad <laughs> opening the garage door to come home. <laughs> I just love the whole, dad, come yes. on. <laughs> so it's like, of course, of course they still live with their parents. Of course they still live at home. Now we get into phase two, infiltration. <laughs> where the crew goes up to the Morton house. It's very serious and dramatic. I love all of these beats of like sc the scary house clips that are yes. overexposed or negative exposure. You know, it's like, dun, uh -huh. dun, dun, dun. Dun. so they go up there, they have bolt cutters. I kind of love that. Didn't you get a permit for this? Oh, yeah, <laughs> permits. Good idea for next time. <laughs> next time. And then it's like, car, and everyone kind of ducks down because you hear like, rock music playing and of course you hear you know rumble 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 right and i love that like the car drives by slow you know uh -huh. and it, um and then it drives off and i love that uh it was harry who's like it's not the cops just hicks yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then they get into the house and there's like a nice, nice little montage of them setting up the eagle's nest <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why? Did they I, unknowingly call it the I Eagle's Nest? I don't think so, because someone even says something about Mein Fuhrer. Mein Fuhrer. Like a few yeah, seconds later. and it's later. the Jew. It's... Oh <laughs> so they gosh. must... The Jew must have known. This is what like, that oh, meant, okay. And then, did. and then didn't say anything about it. And the other guys right. are just like going along with it. <laughs> so they end up setting up cameras all over the house just the way the ghost hunters do to catch anything in any room. And in the Eagle's Nest, there's cameras that are just running all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And each of them also have uh, either a handheld camera or a, a who is it? Like a, Corbett has a, a headlamp camera. Yeah, like a couple a, of them do. They have kind of like a GoPro maybe that you could like wrap around your before head. Before GoPro, right. yeah. I have to say, this is a really impressive setup that they setup? got going on. Yeah. Like yeah. they really like put cameras a little bit everywhere, like in every single room, every floor. They've got yeah. their EMF detectors, their EVPs, infrared, yeah. you know, capabilities. Yep. So the only thing that was missing, honestly, were, were some of the ghost hunter things that are uh, like data gatherers and, you know, little, little tricks of the oh, tricks yeah. of the trade. Yeah. But Maybe that was they probably before. didn't have the money for that. Right. <laughs> they only they had do. money for like 17,000 cameras. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and microphones and, and night vision yeah. and all of that. Okay, so then they suit, they're like all suited up in their camera gear. They have their little hype huddle, you know, ready to face. Ghost facers on three. Yep. <laughs> now we're ready Facer. for phase three, FaceTime. <laughs> They break up into teams. Ed and Corbett are on one team, and Harry, Spruce, and Maggie are in another. I love that their EMF detectors make the exact same noise as Sam and Dean's, even though they're totally different devices. I was like, hey, I guess that's your standard <laughs> EMF just, noise. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so off they go, and we're seeing clips of their um, individual uh, adventures as they're looking. They're just they're just going throughout the house, kind of calling to the spirits and seeing if there's anything out there. And there's a number of my favorite moments in this episode. Mm -hmm. And so I had to stop writing. Um, 
great like favorite moments yeah. so this is like one of my favorite moments coming up where harry finds a closed door and mm-hmm. he goes to try to kick it in but he can't and so you hear maggie say turn the knob <laughs> I know, well, so he's she- just like kind of tenderly tapping the door with his toe like he's not kicking it he's just like boop like, boop, 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 boop boop turn the knob so maggie turns the knob now the door's open and then he proceeds to kick the door <laughs> go charging into the room and then they have another typical like ghost hunter moment where somebody sees something we don't see what it is as an audience member we just see them hear them go oh my god oh my god oh my god and, and then you see, you see the camera cameras shaking, running running yeah. yeah running and so we're like what is it what is it you know and it turns out it's nothing it was a dead rat <laughs> not even moving i mean literally a dead rat on the floor so phil screecha the director threw that rat in there without telling harry <laughs> <laughs> That reaction was legitimate. (laughs) (laughs) The running and screaming? Yes. That's awesome. So it wasn't just laying on the floor, or was it? No, it was was laying on the floor, but Phil placed it there without telling Harry that it was going to be there. So, like, you know, yes, he's supposed to, like, go open the door and stuff, but I don't... Like, I'm not quite sure how scripted or structured all of this was, Mm -hmm. because all of the actors were filming it, you know? It was... It was taped exactly like a reality show and like they were the ones that had the cameras and stuff can you imagine how long it must have taken to edit this episode oh my god i mean all those cameras all shooting at the same time different angles yeah yeah different reactions it's like oh what are you looking for like how do you stop how do you oh i I can't imagine how long that must have taken to edit I don't know. So there's more, there's so much of this footage of them just like freaking themselves out. Yes. So you hear like all the like scared, heavy breathing, yeah. you know? And I mean, even Corbett, like you, you hear him and he's breathing. He's like, okay, that's just a branch. I saw a branch outside the window. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. And as he's trying to calm himself down, he turns and he sees a figure at yeah. the end of the hall. So, which is a, a mini jump scare because they mm-hmm. weren't expecting it. We weren't expecting it. And of course, it's Sam and Dean who come in, you know, pretending to be cops. They've got their deep voices on, you yeah. know, like, show me your ID. What are you kids doing here? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And so enter our heroes, Sam yes. and Dean. Yes, yes. And it only goes so far because Ed suddenly recognizes them like, as, like, hey. yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. We were there. We know you. They're not cops. Not uh, totally blowing their cover. And it takes a second for our boys to, you know, figure it out before Sam is like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Or, oh, bleep. <laughs> a lot of cursing that is bleeped uh, out in this episode. We finally get to hear them curse, sort of. Yeah. I also love that not only are they beeped, but like a little ghost face or skull is yeah. like blurbed out onto their, onto their yeah, mouth. So you, so you can't, can't see. read their lips, but you can Oh, read my God. Too funny. Yeah, and so it's Sam who's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's these mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. And then Dean catches up just a few minutes later and is like, shit. Yes. <laughs> so he gets bleeped out. And Ed is trying to be tough, you know, staking his claim at the house. They were there first. And then Dean totally overpowers him by phys- like literally physically pushing him up against the wall and be like, get out. Get out. You guys have to leave. I also love that that's uh, uh, Harry's go-to move is a, uh, well, we were here first. <laughs> that's that's his stake to the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were here first. Well, in that small confrontation, because for some, I don't know how Harry had the um, Ed. Uh, 
Ed, sorry. I, I keep I know. flipping I, them. I do too. I do too. But because <laughs> um, I feel like it's like Ed, yeah. Ed is the hairy one. So <laughs> right, and Harry is the clean shaven one, right? So he uh, he pokes back at Dean before Dean like shoves him up against the wall. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Listen here, chisel chest." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm like, again, not so good with the insults. No, no, because it's like a, it's like, listen, listen here, you handsome, handsome devil. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So yeah, Dean is asking Ed where the rest of his team is. Cue, you know, the clips where the rest of the team are. So they're on the other floor. They're freaking out about, like, their EMF is spiking. The temperature's the dropping. The are glitching. Yep. Yes. And then all of a sudden, a man who looks like he's from the 40s, maybe, you know, dressed mm-hmm. in a very clean-cut suit, suit, a fedora, the glasses. Um, he's, like, talking about money, how he doesn't have it. And then you hear a gunshot gets shot somehow you know he physically gets shot and then he like disappears and of course all the kids are like what What? while that's happening sam and dean are still uh downstairs and they're trying to detail trying to get the guys try to get the group out of the house for one thing yeah and you know saying look people did actually go missing you know they stayed the night and they did go missing so this is this is something is actually here and we need to get you out yeah, here's all of my research. You know, there's this person, there's this person, there's this person from half a century. And Ed is like, oh, wow, this is really, this is really good. <laughs> that whole research thing they didn't yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. But all this is interrupted by by screaming from upstairs of, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, like, the entire rest of the team comes, like, stampeding down the stairs into the room, like, we got the, we got the dead silence when they see sam and dean in the room and i love this camera cut because goes camera goes first to sam dean sam dean and then harry harry yeah aren't these the two assholes from texas (laughs) (laughs) which the fandom says is a total double meaning that not only was the last time these guys were all together was in Texas, but also mm-hmm. that Jensen and Jared are from oh, Texas. Oh yeah, they're both from Texas. They're a big chance to be like, these two assholes from Texas. So the group then decides that, you know, they want to show the footage. They hook up uh, the cameras to the to a computer and they show everyone the footage that they just shot of this ghost-like guy, mm-hmm. the good-looking, uh, sharp, well-dressed man getting shot. They're like, we got it. This is, we are like, Yeah, like, Whoa. holy shit. I can't believe we, we actually got it. Yeah. But Sam and Dean, as they watch this, they're like, this isn't the thing. Yeah. This they isn't like, what's in this yeah, house. They like yeah. scoot off over to the side and start discussing things. They're like, um, are we wrong? You know, first they're like, did we did we get this case wrong? You yeah. know? And then they're like, no, this is a death echo. Something else is happening here. Um, but of and, course, uh, somebody on the Ghost Facers crew has like sneakily started shooting them off to the side. Yeah, which is I'm like, assuming it's spruce. Yeah. yeah. But a perfect like reality show type of thing where someone on the camera is always like looking for it. It's like, oh, I'm going to get what's this over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, so what's a death echo? Because <laughs> he was totally eavesdropping on yeah. them. And while explaining, Sam and Dean's still trying to get the group to leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like still, this is this is not what it's, this isn't the issue. What yeah. you guys just filmed, this is not it. Yeah. So first um, off, a death echo is just a, a ghost that's kind of trapped in a loop, reliving its death over yeah, and over, over and over, over and over again. But those aren't really like, those are harmless, essentially. Like they're not right. the ones that's 
causing all the the hauntings and the missing people. So what is actually going on? So this is a big deal. Everybody, we got to leave. All right. Come on, kids. We can can talk about it outside. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like we can, we can keep it. We'll buy some ice cream. We can talk about this outside. We just can't stay in the house. And then as they're like, like, wait, what about our cameras? Hey, where's Corbett? Okay, so Corbett has wandered off and is doing is trying to reach out to the spirits on his own. Yeah. And Corbett, of course, is this sweet guy mm-hmm. who who read about the ghost face or or saw the ghost facers putting up posters at the mall and was like, "Hey, what are where do ghosts come from?" <laughs> you know, a little bit of foreshadowing there. Um, and it, and then he's like, "Look, I you know that's how he joined the ghost facers, but now he's like making them instant coffee. That's like his." <laughs> his yes. job which i felt so bad about he wanted to be he's anyway so every, he's a he's a everyone really needs an intern you know and everyone uh, needs an intern i know and he's excited he, to be there he's excited to be there he's the in love with ed you know ed, harry's yeah. aware that he's in love with ed but anyway so he's this really sweet guy so it's, i find it interesting that he's the first one to go off on his own to try to communicate yeah with the yeah, dead he wants to he's not trying himself. to capture yes exactly one thing about this actor did you recognize him Ugh, he he looked like uh, I forget his real name, but Sweets from Bones. Oh, I know it's not oh, him. I know it's not yeah. him, but he looks very similar to him. So that's kind of who I kept thinking of. But I don't know this actor. Did you, did you watch Shit's Creek? Not all the way through yet. No, I've started okay. it and I need to get through it. But okay, Dustin Mulligan. Uh, is his name oh, and he plays <laughs> i know right he plays ted ted okay. the vet um the veterinarian uh okay. on schitt's creek pivotal character um okay. once he once once they pick him Start up and launch him okay yep um and it's funny because he said something on ghost facers and it just the way he said it i'm like oh my god he's totally said that on schitt's <laughs> creek too he's like well there you go or something like that i was like oh yeah it's ted <laughs> But anyway, so he also had a, a, a bit on the relaunch of 90210. I didn't watch that. Sweet, sweet guy. So he's off on his own um, trying to contact the ghosts. Yes. Which, again, why do people wander off on their own? Never, I asked ever. that so many times during this episode, um, especially knowing what they knew. Uh, but anyway, he <laughs> it gets dark. You know, he Then he's like, oh, maybe I'll turn on my night vision. Takes off his little camera, turns it on, and then big scare here where he's like oh there we go mr happy smiling corbett but behind him is super scary ghost man yeah giant super scary ghost man and it's scary because it's a night vision which automatically gives like just a scary filter grainy green Mm -hmm. and then everyone's eyes are glowy uh and corbett doesn't know that he's there so he's just all like not realizing that that nope. giant scary ghost is behind yeah. him so it's like even, oh! and even before yeah and even before he did that he's like oh look my flashlight's out you yeah know? yeah it's like all the signs of something happening he's like oh well let me just yeah, yeah. and so as an audience member we're like ah, it's behind you. <laughs> yes. yeah and um, not corbett <laughs> yes not yes corbett. yes so the group is still flustering around downstairs oh everyone you know? is just like chaos Corbett, Corbett, oh my god oh my god and then they they hear him scream you hear corbett scream for help he doesn't isn't just like ah he's screaming help me help me because he is now being literally dragged by his feet by this giant scary guy yeah 
down a flight of stairs, down uh, hallways, and just screaming, help me, help yeah, me, yeah. Um, which is terrifying. Yeah. And then a little bit later, like when, after they're screaming around and then they reconvene at the Eagle's Nest, um, there's another <laughs> timestamp that says something about like 12.04. And I think, it, I think it was 12.04 that they just kind of all pause and stop. Was that right? Like, yeah, it's kind of like they all weirdly ended up back together again. Because it, yes. it seemed to me that they all ran in kind of separate directions, but all ended up back in the end were a little confused by the fact that they were all back in the same room again together. Yes, but there was like a pause and I... F- I don't know, I didn't have any headphones in or anything, but it felt like maybe there was like a very subtle sound effect that happened at that time. Maybe I'm imagining it. Um, But also you hear Corbin, like uh, Corbett scream, like really loud and echoey. So there was something special about 1204, which they never really explained. You know, once they reconvene back at the Eagle's Nest, uh, and, the, and the group is like trying to look in their various cameras that they've posted. It's like, where is he? Let's check this floor. Let's right, check right, this right, room, right, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, Sam and him. Dean are back like in the entryway arguing. Arguing. Yep. Because, you know, it's just like, you know, oh, let's go to the Morton house. Let's like have a little Grand Canyon expedition. Yeah. It'll be great. And now we're stuck. And we, you're going to die in two months, but guess what? Tonight, you're going to die. You're going to yeah. die tonight yeah, it's because like, it's you wanted 12, to do this. You know, it's past 12.04 p.m. Uh, a.m. And now we're yep. stuck. And Sam takes a chair and throws it at the door. Smashes and the it against the door. The chair yeah. breaks, but the door does nothing. Uh, yep. But this chair breaking action is what the crew goes like, whoa, 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 what, what is happening? What? Meanwhile, of course, Spruce or Maggie has, you know, been eavesdropping on this as well again yeah Yeah. Yeah. so sam and dean now take that moment to say hey it's past midnight um all the doors all the windows any way to get out of this house they've been sealed yep and the the group is like what do you mean supernaturally sealed whatever is in here doesn't want us to leave it's got us yes yes Um, oh it must have just been like midnight because now it was officially leap year day you know, February 29th, mm-hmm. maybe but then that's why what it stop all was. at 12.04? Why then remind us that, that it's 12.04? Because it was past midnight, maybe. I really don't know. But okay. maybe, I or need maybe my this, answer, Sammy. Maybe this was like a ghost facers thing like, oh, just so you know, it's past midnight. It's now 12.04. In their editing, you In know, their editing? process. Okay. So then Spruce's cam goes on another fritz, which they, they later call like a surge. You know, his camera starts going like really like glitchy, almost like matrixy a little bit. The temperatures drop. And then all of a sudden there's another uh, figure. Right. A different figure from the first one. Um, and it's kind right. of like this kind of scruffy guy in an overcoat. He's kind of drunk, maybe. He's just like, kind of like stumbling around, wandering around. Yeah. Sam and Dean are like, is this, is this the, the guy the that same. you saw? And it's like, no, this is a different no, guy. Different, different one. Dean rushes up to him and just starts screaming in his face. He's like, hey, hey, buddy, hey, hey buddy. Wake up, wake yeah. up. He's trying to distract the echo out of its loop. Yes. Which they've done before in a previous episode that when the ghost runs into the street, stops them, you know, when they were driving, that whole woman who thought her husband was still alive, but her husband wasn't, died in a car crash. You don't remember that episode? I remember that episode, but I'm... I don't understand how she was it's a death the echo. Same. This is the first time they mentioned death echo. 
Is it? Yes, because Ben Unland was like the one who made it up. He's like, there is no lore on like Death Echo. This is just like something kind of like a technical jargon thing that like ghost people would say. Like he made this whole thing up for this episode. I think that one was just a... But I do see what you're saying because she is reliving her death over and over and over again. But she's not... It's not in the same way because she was interacting with them, with Sam and Dean. You know, it wasn't just like her in that that, uh, uh, shed or whatever. She died in the car crash, didn't she? Because the guy is the ghost. The ghost of the man she hit, hit with the car killed her over and over and over again so she kept yes, reliving but they were hunt but i think she died in the car crash that was her death and then she yes. started like haunting the road and so did he and then he started killing her they were both ghosts and he's just like torturing her because killing she her couldn't remember that she was a ghost right okay which wow. is, All I right. feel like it's a little bit different because if she yeah, were a you're... death echo, she would just be like in the car over. getting crashed over and over and over again. Why do I think, okay, I, I believe you. But I, I understand some the similarities. I, like... I, can, I can feel the similarities between. Okay, maybe they've mentioned death echoes before. Like, you know, they always go down there. No, okay. Rats. Now, this was specifically like, he was just like, oh, let's just make up a thing called a death echo. Okay. Well, good for him because it's something that stuck with me that I totally thought. Yeah, it's a really good idea. Like, it's very imaginative and I love it. And that's why there's like no real research on, uh, oh, this is the supernatural spin on what the real thing is because it is a supernatural spin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I bought it. Wow, 100%. So did I. I So did I. So anyway, yeah, Sam is explaining to the crew what Dean is doing, trying to snap him out of the loop, which will then kind of release him from this torture of, of being killed over and over again. And who, I, who knows what happens right. after that. But. I love in this moment that they, that uh, like Dean, Maggie's asking them like, what's happening? You know, yeah. like, why are you doing this? And Dean's like, I don't have time for this. And he's, you know, trying to get the ghost to unloop. Sam becomes bedside Sam and, and is like gently explaining death loops and i mean you know loops and death echoes yes and processes um, and i wrote here it's just like sam and sam and dean are kind of like the the dads of the crew because they have all this knowledge right like they're right. living breathing you know journals <laughs> dad's journal right? um like mentoring these kids <laughs> or yep. these dweebs yep. you know throughout the the, the right <laughs> thing so anyway, while De- uh, Dean is screaming at him, and also Sam explains it doesn't really work if you don't have a personal connection to connection. the ghost. Yeah. Then the drunk, stumbly Echo guy all of a sudden like kind of turns around at the sound of a train that's behind him. <laughs> and then you see his eyes get wide, and you hear the train, boom. Boom, guy gets hit by a train. Yeah, and he and gets like blasted into the other end of the room, <laughs> but then disappears. There's no physical boom. train there. It's just the guy being hit by the train. I just want to point out that at 21 minutes and 35 seconds into this episode, we see the deer head. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yep. I wrote that down a little later because it's then like more of those like negative exposure, scary clips, beats, yep. you know, like, duh, yep. duh, 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 duh. there's a deer head and a bear head. I there's think? uh or a badger or something. It's some sort there's... of stuffed head. Yeah. There's a lot of, of taxidermy in this house. Yes. Because after that, they're like walking through the house, you know, searching for Corbett. 
and Sam and Dean are explaining more. Well, they're, oh, they're well, no longer. I put, I put more to youngins, but I couldn't read the word youngin. I was just like, what is he explaining? <laughs> so they're yeah. they're kind of like, okay, so because the death echo relives his death over and over again, it's usually in the place where it where died. Died or so where their bodies are. Why are they there? Why are they here? Because right. obviously yeah. there's no trains running through the house. Right. Because ghosts, you know, because death echoes are ghosts and they haunt where they died. So yeah. then they find a room um, of stuff. The homeowner. Yeah. 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 And the ghost, the ghost facers are like, you know, we should be looking for Corbett, but Sam and Dean are like, we need to find out why Corbett was taken, what took him, you know, yes. this is what we do. Yes. Um, and you're right. In this one room, they find um, a certificate of work that this guy, the previous homeowner, Daggett, uh, was a janitor at a hospital. The Gamble Hospital. The Gamble General Hospital. Oh it was a nice God, little Easter Sarah egg for Gamble. Sarah Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, and they also found like sea rations. Mm -hmm. And so this guy was, you know, and a shut-in. He ate the same thing every day. Yeah, he's got a booklet rations. for surviving an atomic attack. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, he's an optimist, which I just heard about <laughs> optimists somewhere. I don't know if it was watching something or reading something, but it's like those cult members, you know, that think that the world is going to end. Oh, I thought that was them being sarcastic, like, oh, an optimist, As how to survive a, a nuclear. A capital O optimist, I think, is is a is a is cult. somebody who builds like a bomb shelter in their basement. Type yeah, of let me look it up. Let me look it up. Real OK, quick. <laughs> I think because remember when I talked about watching that Mormon show on Netflix. It's called like Keep Sweet and Obey. And it's about this weird offshoot of Mormon religion, but they're like a cult um, uh -huh. where they like marry 75 women. Like Ugh. one guy marries like a bunch of women because that's like the main goal. It's like as many wives as possible. Yeah. And the women like, that's all they have to look forward to is being married. Um, but I think Which I got babies. into like a weird rabbit hole of, of cults and things because, I don't know, <laughs> cults fascinate me. Yeah, because I thought it was kind of like what Kimmy Schmidt is based off of. Oh, right. But there's a name oh, for that kind of group. Female are strong as hell. Maybe they were being sarcastic. That's, that's going to be like my task for the day. Just trying to find She that. says, jiggling her leg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i may have been wrong i'll take that back i don't think that they were referencing a type of cult but or maybe they got the name of the cult wrong but yeah we'll just go with they were being sarcastic, sarcastic because he's got like all of these sea rations the atomic book or yeah the surviving an atomic surviving. attack they have a taxidermy textbook which explains all of the animal heads including the deer yes. head around um they also find a bag, a box of toe tags. Ooh, I love that though. When Dean finds this, cause it's in like a metal uh, tin mm -hmm. chest or whatever. And as Dean's pulling it out of the safe, the area that he found it, uh, I forget who it is, but it's probably Spruce is up there with uh, not the camera or someone's with there with the EMF. Yeah. And Dean oh, and stops they put it next, to Dean. <laughs> next to Dean and Dean just gives him a look of too far. Yeah. Get that out of my face. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like not... I see this all the time, either in like a GIF or a meme or a clip. 
I feel like that, like that no that image that exact scene oh. that image of like someone holding up an EMF detector to him and him just like looking like what do you think you're doing <laughs> it's just funny that it's one of like basically one of their devices being used on them, on them. you know which happens a lot in later 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 seasons <laughs> yeah but yes I loved that moment he's just like no you know too far yes. so yeah. yes toe tags and they read the names of the toe tags and it's like this guy was hit by a train this guy was shot in a robbery this guy was and I love that they're like ew and then as the group so- slowly figures it out slowly like, it takes a while like, because they're like so death that goes they haunt you know where their bodies die. are so he the bodies are here here you brought them home. Ew. ew. I was right there with them. I was just like, ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I mean, even just touching the toe tags, I was like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> and while they're recovering from their ews, they're like, where's Maggie? Once again, wandering off on your own. Do they not learn? <laughs> ew. So, but she's out there, you know, with her camera and it starts glitching. She's like, it's okay. It's just a, ah! And she sees like taxidermy, which yes. scares her. <laughs> she, there's like no less than three jump scares that happen here. It's pretty amazing. You know, it's like she gets scared by taxidermy. She gets scared by her reflection in the mirror, you know, or like the flash, you know, the camera light, you know, is like flashing against mirror. her in the mirror. And then the worst, and this actually made me jump even, was when she turns around and Dean is standing right there. <laughs> With the Dean face. But as they're gathering back together again, the EMF starts going rear, and somebody says something big is coming because things start rumbling. So I, you know, I think it's another death echo. Like it's a train coming through or something like that, but you like everything shakes, you hear this clunk and then everything stops Mm -hmm. and everyone looks around like, phew, you know, we didn't see anything. Where's Sam? He disappears, like, literally right in front of, like, the camera's on like, both of them the whole time. And in yeah. between one of the glitches, you know, it's like Sam is there, and then he's gone. Just his flashlight. So the clunk you heard was the, his, the sound of his flashlight hitting the ground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now Dean is yelling for Sam, you know, mm-hmm. in his very Dean way. Sam! <laughs> Sam! You know, and then the group starts yelling for Corbett again. So now, yes. you know, two of their people are gone, yeah. and there's a bit more panic. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the meantime, is it's Harry? No, it's Ed. Yes, no Harry. <laughs> Clean shaven Harry. And, <laughs> yes, Ed and Maggie are like comforting each other. Yes, like it's okay, it's okay, we're gonna be okay. Very intimately. And then they start kissing, and you can hear whoever is filming them mm-hmm. giggling, and starts like. so he knows what he's filming what he stumbled across uh and then and then in comes uh ed yes (laughs) and sees the his you know his His adopted sister (laughs) you know kissing uh harry and this turns into a are you banging my sister (laughs) or something like that? And here's what I love in this whole like standoff moment in this like total, like, you know, chest pumping moment, Maggie pulls up her camera and is now filming this. (laughs) She's filming the reaction of her brother, like coming to her rescue when clearly she doesn't need to be rescued, which is, you know, insulting in and of itself. But (laughs) 
<laughs> so she's she doesn't step in to stop it. She's like, she's filming it. Spruce is filming it. Because even Ed is like, here, hold my glasses. Like, yeah. hold my glasses. I got to go thump my friend for, you know, macking on my sister. Yeah, yeah. And they start this like slap, like slap fight. fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Dean comes in, breaks them oh. apart. You know, it's like, come on, you yeah. guys. Two people are missing. We got to, you know, we got to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> like Ed walks away from this, gets his glasses back from Spruce. And he's like, I won that one, right? I won that. My teeth, my teeth, do you hear my teeth? My teeth are okay. I won. I, won. I, won. I won, I won that. Very And funny. then of course, Maggie like flips off uh, Spruce for having yeah. filmed all that or for having even like kind of egged or, Like not even stop. Yeah, just like yeah, so didn't stop it around. or anything. Okay, so then we cut to where Sam and Corbett are. We don't know where, but there's like a party table. They are both strapped to a chairs. Corbett is coming too at Sam's beckoning. You know, he's kind of like, I don't want to say comforting Corbett, but kind he of was. He was it, just in like, the you only know, way that he could, you know, because he yeah, which is physically look at me, couldn't focus do anything. On me. Yep, don't look yep. around. I basically, I think he was trying to get him to not look around. He yeah. was just like, look at me, look at me, stay with me, stay it's with okay. me. Stay. It's okay. And at the same time, there's that stupid song playing on a record player yes. that it's my party mm-hmm. and I'll cry found. which by the way if that's ever playing anywhere you're at leave it's never <laughs> a good thing that this song is playing ever <sighs> ever no and it keeps playing the same it keeps skip, skipping on the same lyrics yep. so it's yep. just oh i would shoot myself if, right uh... so as corbett comes to yeah he's terrified this poor kid you know, yeah, and his camera is still on him. So the handheld one he had somehow got on the table, like the ghost mm-hmm. must have put it on the table. And it just happened to be pointing kind of up, like from the from the oh, table God. up underneath his head camera is the one that is pointing oh, at Sam because Sam. they're sitting right across from okay. each other. Okay. I just had them mixed. Okay. So in these cameras, you know, you can see Sam, you know, struggling both like oh fuck there's nothing that i can do to help because big scary ghost man is slowly and menacingly walking behind corbett or approaching corbett Corbett. and like speaking in this it was a very terrifying voice because it wasn't like raspy or anything it was just like it was very low kind of soft spoken a subtle a yep. subtle scariness. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a deep rumbly. It wasn't a menacing voice that way. It was just gross. It was just kind of a a fake. It gave eerie. Uh, it was really eerie. Yeah, and it gave you like a chill up your spine whenever he spoke, and also his slow movements. It wasn't anything jerky. It was just like this is what you know. He yeah. picks up something sh- like pointy, like a poker or a. I'm gonna look like a giant screwdriver or a rebar or something, or something like right. that. Yeah. Um, comes up behind Corbett. Corbett is terrified. Sam is like, it's okay. Look He's at me. both it's okay. Stay with cor- me. Like comforting Corbett, but also begging this ghost guy, like, no, please don't. Stop. Please don't. Don't stop. do this. Don't do this. But I, he does. This ghost he... takes this pokey thing and slowly impales Corbett through the neck from behind. Yeah. Yeah. All the while saying, it's okay. It's okay. it's okay. Don't worry. It's okay. Don't worry. This is, this is, this is only, you know, it'll soon be over. Yeah. Won't hurt. And, oh, poor Corbett. I mean, and we see this, we see Corbett, we see his face as this is happening to him. Yeah. Um, I would say this is one of the worst deaths I've seen on Supernatural so far, 
because you're so sympathetic. It's kind of like that um, that one guy we really liked in like night night. Oh, um, uh, uh, when he got shot in slow motion. Yes, uh -huh. the the uh, androids, mandroids guy. Mandroids, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I can't remember his I've name. His name but now. you know, you you felt so bad seeing him die because you liked him, and even yeah. though we didn't get to see a lot of Corbett, he's a very sympathetic guy you know he's yeah. he's young he's, he's innocent he's naive he innocent yes and here he was like terrified and all you it's just like this slow motion kind of thing and you saw you him. saw the recognition on his face yes. that this was happening to him it was terrible it was yeah as it wasn't a wasn't gruesome in the sense of like we, that guy who like drink, drinks Drano or whatever yeah it was gruesome in the sense of it was so senseless and slow and deliberate yeah. and sam Ugh. is helpless too you know he's just like oh, fuck. so um back at the main group dean is kind of talking out loud the the profile of this ghost he's like okay i need to find sam where would he take sam he's lonely he's paranoid um he's like a cold war scared yeah scared Maybe he's got, you know, these types usually have a bomb shelter or something. Maybe there's one in the house, hidden. Yep. Probably in the basement. We're going to go. Yeah. Yep. The group heads off to find the basement and find this bomb shelter. In the meantime, in the basement, uh, this Daggett guy is now talking to Sam the way he was talking to mm -hmm. um, Corbett. And even goes as far as to snap a party hat onto <laughs> Sam's head. One of those little triangular cones. Yes, yes. So now Sam is tied to a chair with a party hat jauntily, yes. you know, uh, attached to his head. And the guy's saying the same things like, don't okay. worry, it'll be okay. over soon. I know. Ugh. So then the group, when they find the basement, Dean and Spruce go in first. And then all of a sudden the door slams shut behind him and the group is like hey guys not funny yeah yeah and dean's like okay not that's me. not us <laughs> the, the thing did that it wants us separated yes yes you know so dean's still in parent mode yeah still so he's like all right this is what we got to do now mm -hmm. there's salt this is inside of my duffel bag make a circle of the salt and get inside and i love that there's a beat 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 in, in inside the duffel that's salt, you idiot! <laughs> you want us to get inside your duffel bag? <laughs> the longest beat, though. That was so amazing. Because it wasn't just like, beat, beat, beat. You were like, it was like, beat. And it's also like Harry and Ed looking at each other like... Should we ask? Yes. <laughs> what he really wants us to do? Is that... <laughs> get okay. inside your duffel? Inside the salt! Okay, so they run off. Um, they do. They find the they... salt. They make a circle. The three of them get inside Ed, Harry, and Maggie. Um, yeah. Ed gives Harry blessing to do his sister. <laughs> Gross. I know. And then, which of course the, Maggie takes offense to too, which right, is great. Right. Um, and then another surge happens. You know the 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 flitching, the the glitching, the temperature drop, and then another death echo appears, and it's Corbett. And it's Corbett, and he's like choking, and mm -hmm. he's crying, like whimpering, crying. Yeah. You know, he looks as terrified as he did when we just saw him. Yeah. So then now the group is like, oh fuck, he's dead. You know, it's like, yeah. oh no, oh. we we didn't get him in time, we, yeah. which has to be like 
I can't imagine how that would feel. Right. Um, so down in the basement, time. Spruce and Dan, uh, Dean are, are doing shit. You know? <laughs> Dean, Dean almost has a confessional moment. <laughs> like Spruce is kind of asking him questions. He's nosy. Yeah, he's like, you yeah. said something and about like the two months thing. Months. What's that about? And Dean starts to say something, and then he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, yeah, no. Nope. I'm not. I'm not doing this." <laughs> um, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Um, and then they start to hear that that party music, the, yep. that stupid party song. Um, Dean's like, "Okay, got, he's behind this wall. There's a giant like metal cabinet in the way." Dean struggles but manages to like shove it out of the way. And I love like you hear like <laughs> you hear Spoo say. Wow, you're strong. <laughs> Dean, shut up. Yeah, think you can and help he instead of the, shooting the camera. You know? Yeah, and he, flip, he flips him off. That's the other thing. He keeps asking about, like, why don't you just put the camera down? Yeah. You know? He's like, nope, I feel better holding the camera. Yeah. So now we see Sam again. Uh, the guy is coming up behind him. Him with, with that the sharp pointy thing. thing. Luckily, Dean bursts in. And shoots the ghost with his, uh, you know, salty shotgun, uh, and unties <laughs> Sam. I, I don't know what the no, point like is the shotgun that, that I shoots. I love that. I love that. <laughs> salty shotgun. I like that a lot. While while Dean is untying Sam, Spruce is in there, and now we see more of the horror that that Sam was trying to protect um, Corbett from. There's at this table. There's at least four other people, dead mm, yeah. people in various states of decomposition yeah. uh, sitting at this table with noisemakers in their mouths, with party hats on. The table is littered with like confetti and old Rotten cake. Food, and it's yeah. everything. Yeah. And it's this disgusting death party. Yes. And then Spruce is like panning across the table and he finally comes across Corbett. Corbett. And he's like, oh, Corbett. Um, yeah, I felt is... like he was not upset enough to see his his friend and workmate yeah. <laughs> tortured Brutally to murdered. death. But he did sound kind of sad, but given the everything he had just seen, yeah. maybe it was just one more layer of... Right. I mean, he's a dry guy anyway, from what we can tell, but... <laughs> The guy who shakes like, his really? face and yeah. not his neck and chin, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> okay, so as they're, like, making their way out of the bomb shelter, Sam reveals that Daggett was so lonely that he threw himself a birthday party and brought bodies from the morgue because those are the only people that would show up mm-hmm. and then overdosed on horse tranquilizers. Horse tranks. Um, <laughs> tranquilizers. How do you know this? Well, he told me. <laughs> he told me. In the meantime, upstairs, the ghost facers are literally singing their own theme song to help. <laughs> in, in the fetal bolster. position. Yes. <laughs> like They're like rocking bolster in the fetal themselves. position. <laughs> They're singing we their ghost facer the theme song. <laughs> but Corbett shows up again. Yeah. And so they see him again suffering and crying. And they say to themselves, uh, to each other, like, we have to get him out of his loop. They they recognize him for, for being in a death loop. Yeah. We have to get him out. We have yeah. to release him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Ed, yeah, Ed is the one that's just like, no, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to step out of the salt, even though they told us not to. 
you know. Yeah. Um, and he does. He braves stepping out of the salt, tries to speak to Corbett, you know, chickens out for a minute, runs back in the circle. And then Harry is like, no, you know how you got to get to him? That guy was in love with you. He had feelings for you. You know what you got to do. You got to go be gay for that poor dead intern. <laughs> And Harry does it, you know, he and walks he out the salt. He goes up and he's just like, listen, you mean so much to me, you know, just pours out his heart and then confesses his love to him. And that's yep. what snaps Corbett out of it. Yep. You know, like he's Harry's crying. Corbett's... He's like, I'm so sorry that we did this to you. And um... yep. and Corbett slowly turns his head and sees him. Yeah. He like snaps yeah. out of his death loop and he sees him and he's like, Ed? Yeah. You know, so they're both crying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's like, okay, hey, Corbett. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, bud. I'm so sorry, yeah. but we really need your help. You need to help us. Yeah. yeah. We really need your help. And so down in the basement, um, Daggett well, I shows up. Take, I want to oh. take just a second, if it's okay, to mm -hmm. because before, like in the beginning of this, when they're doing their little making the band stuff, like loading up the stuff, and, and Corbett's going on and on about how yeah. – Ed is like, oh, he's just got this like ruggedness about him, and he's just like a yeah. leader. And Harry's just like, you know, Corbett's got the hots for Ed, and I think it's going to be a problem for the team. Yeah. And it, what, there was nothing I felt. I can only speak as, you know, a, a, a straight ish woman. <laughs> Looking at this, there wasn't anything really homophobic about it. It wasn't like, ew, he's so, you're like, ugh, I can't. Like, it's so gross that he's got feelings for Ed. It was more just like, this is going to be trouble that, you know, one of the employees is in love with the boss. Right, exactly. That's that's how I thought it, too. I yeah. didn't see it and as And then a, when it's, Harry's it's just gay, like, you got to go, yeah. like, pre be in love with him. And there wasn't mm -hmm. anything like, ew, that's icky. I don't want to pretend like I'm in love with the guy. You know, there was yeah. nothing about it. It was just like... No, it was just misunderstanding. It's yeah. like, well, what could he, what do you mean he wants something from me? And it yeah. wasn't in a you know, gross way. It was like, I just, I don't understand. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was just oh. like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get that from him, I but had... okay. Okay. Yeah. And it, I yeah, thought was that, was a, that was really yeah. nice. It was really nice, especially since we've seen a lot of homophobic things from Sam and Dean, like whenever yes. they, they're assumed they, to be a gay couple, gay. Yes. which I get when you're like, I think if it was your brother, you know, we would kind of elicit that reaction, you know, even yeah. if it was like a brother sister. Right. And they're like, oh, you guys sure. lovers. Ew, no, you know, but oh, um, yeah. but but even so, they, they make fun of like, oh, you're such a girl. You know, what are you implying that you got to be gay to like fairy tales or what have you? Right. Right. And that makes you weak. Yeah. Yeah. That these little dweebs here are like. Oh, it's no big deal, you know. Uh, go I didn't be know gay he liked to me. Okay. Out of the yeah. echo, you know. Exactly. Great, I'll do it. I'm not going to complain about it, and didn't complain about it after. So it wasn't. I just want to give a little clap to these. It ladies. was well done. Um, okay, so back back in the in world, the there's a there's been another surge going on. You know, Spruce is like, oh hey guys, something's happening, and he's been attacked. I think. Um, this was uh -huh. all like kind of interchanged between like there's that. a couple, yeah, that he's appeared and shoved exactly. people around and disappeared again. Yeah, yeah. Dean, um, Dean shot him with the rock salt, gave like a little rock salt lecture to to Spruce when he's just like, "What's that? This bullet's real? What's going on?" Um, but anyway, so there's been some struggle, and Daggett has in fact cornered all of them because he is very mm -hmm. powerful. Yep, this guy, he's like shoved Sam and Dean off to the back, and he's like 
in it for approaching, spruce. Yeah, he's he's headed for, for spruce. And then all of a sudden, there's another little surge, and then Ghost Corbett shows up behind Daggett yeah. and tackles this motherfucker. Runs at him and like does almost like that uh, pirate ghost where they smashed together and became yeah. water. Yeah. Except this was like they smashed together and became this like tornado of like pixels. Wind, light, smoke, yeah. stuff. Of like TV pixels. This was clever because, you know, obviously these cameras are not like high movie quality, uh, like in the, the realm of the reality show. Uh-huh. And it's also dark. You know, I think some of them are in night vision. Yep. They could fake out some special effects, you know? It's like, yep. oh, like, it's too bright for this camera to catch. And it's just like this blurred this... out, overexposed so We don't really thing. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, but nice. it did It did have these, like, snatches of color, though. Yeah, that, a little bit. Uh, which I liked because um, I don't remember. I don't know. This is just me asking. Were you ever old enough that TV channels actually turned off after a certain time? Like it wasn't 24 hour TV. So like if you were watching, let's just say CBS after a certain time, after the last TV show aired that night, the screens went to a test pattern. Oh yeah. Those like color block stripe color blocks. That's what I keep seeing are those like little tiny color blocks within this. Yeah. I don't think that was ever, I don't really ever remember that. I it, it always went to like infomercials or something, like something that no one ever, or telethons right. that no you one ever wanted to watch. It yeah. Oh, it's just like, okay. oh, there's nothing entertaining on anymore. I'll just turn it off. So, anyway, after yeah. this like burst of overexposed light, the two ghosts disappear. It's quiet. You know, all that's left are Sam and Dean kind of beat up and, uh, and Spruce still filming throughout <laughs> this whole thing. And uh, yeah. okay, that's that. So, now we go back to the narration and voiceover. Yes. That Ed and Harry were doing at the very beginning yes. of their it's, um, it's the, it's the closing shots, the, the epilogue of the show. Over this like very serious and dramatic closing monologue, <laughs> there's shots of like the crew exiting the house, the house in sunrise. You know, they're all kind of given that, that look of wow, we all went through something together. That yeah. was intense. And you see Sam and Dean give their contact information to Ed and Harry. And even in mm-hmm. the voiceover, they even said, you know, started off as enemies and then ended up with allies or something to that effect. Right. We lost friends, but we gained allies or something like that. You know, something trivial about <laughs> dismissing the, mm-hmm. you know, death of, of Corbett. Yeah, they dismiss um, it for a minute. And then after they, you know, kind of wrap up the storyline of the ghost, then they kind of go into this very long flowery tribute to Corbett, you know, been like in the end, you know, we thought that we could teach you. And in the end you taught us and a bunch of one-liners of that nature. You said you taught us that gay love can pierce the veil of death and save the day. Oh my God. I missed it. <laughs> I missed it or I forgot it. That's amazing. And they are back in their opening shots of like their tuck smoking jacket chairs. things. Yes. Yeah. And I love that they're, I mean, they're, they're, like you said, it's all flowery and they're trying to give a speech that they don't know what it is they're talking about. No, and it's like, they're all trying, they're trying to like one up each other, kind of, they just keep going back and forth. It never ends. And Go well fi- into that starry <laughs> night, young Turk. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, they do like a, what is it, a Ronald Reagan impression or something? Uh, 
Yeah. Someone does or or they do this and then he goes into a, oh, it's John F. Kennedy, I think, because it's that weird affected New England accent that. Oh, that must have been Kennedy about war changes people, war changes men. War changes men and one woman. Maggie. (laughs) 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 And then it it ends with with kind of a, a throwback of, of Corbett, a Corbett confessional, mm-hmm. you know, him saying, in the van. I think that this night is going to change our lives or all our dreams are going to come true. And come true. <laughs> Does that sound that stupid? Lame? Yes. Yep. Oh, well. yep. And I love that they cut it, you know, with him, with that goofy face. It was like, just at the wrong time, you know, <laughs> it's just the wrong image to end <laughs> with. I know, I know. But I also love that inside that van, it's clearly a copier maintenance van because they've got like oh, Xerox maintenance. I, I just thought of that. That's amazing. Yep. The, all inside the, the van, van was all <laughs> copier. Yep. It was all copier parts and copier manuals and amazing. copier humor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then they close with, you know, Corbett's name, uh, like in memory, you know, of... in loving memory of Corbett, you know, died 2008 king of the impossible (laughs) and that's it and then it's revealed (laughs) that this is an episode that they it's a taping that they are showing sam and dean like they're all this is like a celebratory viewing of the episode uh and sam and dean are just kind of there in disbelief at what they just saw (laughs) for very various amounts of (laughs) reasons which explains though by the way how they were in the yes. first part of the episode. Yes. I also really liked that they started to put the actual show credits. Yes. Now there. they start to run the supernatural credits yes. over this. So we're seeing yes. the title credits of supernatural. Yes. Starring Jared Padalecki written by Ben Enland, all of that, yep. like all of that. And I like that touch. That was a very, very nice touch. And yep. I hope that they continue to do stuff like this in the future in order to not spoil things because remember you said with the, See, the trickster actor's name totally spoils it yeah absolutely and i'm sure there are like contract things that prevent that from happening like no you yeah. got to have it within the first blah blah right of the episode, right i need but... my own title card or it needs to be special guest yes, within or, the, yeah, you know in the beginning of the it's... show there, i know there's a whole like union thing yes. with that i don't know specifically yes. but it was nice that they did it this way because yeah. um, it really added to the, it did not yet break the fourth wall until okay. that moment. Okay. I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly. No, no, but... no. It's no, you're, you're absolutely right. Because part of the thing that I kept, kept in the back of my head during this episode is how are we seeing, seeing this? this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that was something that kept kind of pulling me out of the episode is like, how, how am I? Yeah. viewing this yeah um because I, I was like i even wrote down found footage like is this like that would be the blair witch aspect of it is right. it was this found footage mm-hmm. but what we learn later is no yeah um so sam and dean are you know they're back in the ghost facers garage they're being shown this episode this edited version of that night mm-hmm. um and dean says well uh you know it was half awesome <laughs> which, the which ghost is Facers full take on good like, full on good <laughs> You know, but Sam, oh, <laughs> I wrote this one down. Sam says, um, it's bizarre how you're able to honor Corbett's memory while grossly exploiting the manner of his death. 
well done. (laughs) I'm like, exactly. You know, all the wrong moments to highlight and exploit. Yeah. You know, and they did. (laughs) They did. Um, We also see very, yeah. yeah. We also see very quickly uh, the camera focusing on Dean, like either picking something up or putting something down underneath the, the desk of the monitors in which they're sitting. Um, yeah. So you're like, okay, what's, what's that all about? And then the boys get up and, you know, they're like, you know, I, th- I think this is maybe a bad idea because if you, while this, is, I know this is true, but you know, we've learned that if you give the truth, then people are just going to think you're, you're super crazy, crazy <laughs> or punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost faces don't care. Yeah, they're just like, you're just jealous. Yeah. Well, yeah. All, right. all right. You're right. You guys got this one. Yeah. Sam and Dean leave. <laughs> and is it Eddie's like, dicks? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, they're dicks. <laughs> um, and they're like, we got a whole lot of DVDs to burn. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they all set to getting ready to, mm-hmm. you know, process all this footage. Yep. And then someone finds, finds that bag that yep. the camera had focused on. And they're like, oh, someone left their dance bag here. Wonder what's inside. And then they snoopy snoop snoop inside the duffel bag and pull out this crazy looking device. Giant electromagnet. Yeah. It looks, <laughs> I mean, to me, it looked like, like, a like a it's like TNT. Yeah. It looked like, yeah. like this sticks like of dynamite wrapped <laughs> around something. Right? Um, and they're like fondling it. They're like, what is this? This is interesting. And at the same time, all of their monitors and stuff just start going on the fritz. Yep. Good, good, good. And then like, wait, what? No operating system found. No. So you like, you see Sam and Dean now outside walking to the car and you can hear the commotion inside the house of them going, no. Yes. And they're like, well, that's our cue that it worked. Yep, the world wasn't ready for ghost facers. You know, too bad it's that thing wiped out their hard drives and all their tapes. I know. Which um, I felt kind of bad because, like, that must have taken a lot of work. Like you said, like, editing that episode, like, for a bunch of amateurs or, you know, right? or n- not professionals, that must have taken a be... really long time. Yep. So the final shot is the Impala peeling out and driving away. But to the sound of the, <laughs> the ghost, ghost facers, facers theme, theme song, song, like they're rocking out <laughs> as they drive away. I loved it. I loved that 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 episode. I okay. thought it was great. I am um, one thing that ghost hunters used to do at the end of their episodes was they did a sit down with the uh, the homeowner or whoever you know called them in and did right. like a showed them either the footage of what yeah. they found or what they didn't find. Yeah. And either way, I always felt like it left a level of comfort um for the person who hired them uh-huh. i was like and i always thought that was a nice touch whereas and so they made it seem like the, all their adventures were for the homeowner you know yeah. for the person who was being you know as opposed to sensationalizing everything for their right. own profit and gain, right. Right. which ghost facers clearly did yeah. <laughs> it was all about for them yeah I think even Dean says like, oh, the show had its moments. And (laughs) I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I like this episode. I don't care what anyone says. You can fight me all you want, fandom. (laughs) I enjoy it. And I will not be skipping this episode (laughs) as part of my, People say they would skip it? Yeah, because 
I feel like every show has those episodes that you're just like, you know what? I've, I've seen it. Didn't oh, care don't for need it. To see it again. I don't yeah. need to see it again. I Parks yeah. and Rec, one of my favorite shows. There are definitely a couple episodes that I'm like, if I'm in a, you know, rewatch for the 30th second you'll, time, you'll I'm like, skip the next. Yeah. I don't really like that episode. You know, let's just yeah. move on. I'm no, sure there are great. some in, like Supernatural, right? You would probably skip Bugs or Route 666, yeah. right? At this, you yep. know, at this point in our, you know, thorough deep rewatch. Yes. Having detailed how much I don't like those episodes. Exactly. Uh, yes. I'm, exactly. I, I am. And I'm I know sure there are, <laughs> I'm sure there are more to come, you know, that if, if we're on TV, you just be like, eh. Oh, there's so many. Right. I mean, there's, there's so many. Three, 327 episodes. Right. There's bound yeah, to be a few I, I that won't you don't want to watch. I did not love every single one of the Supernatural episodes. <laughs> so, um, but this was not one of the ones I did not love. I loved it. I thought it had great moments. It still had character, you know, it still gave us information about Sam and Dean and the timeline. It was great to see them interact as the adults in the room, you know, mm -hmm. in the room. They still saved the kids. You know, they were still the heroes. They saved yeah. the ghost facers. Or as many know, as they could. As many <laughs> as they could once they figured out what was they happening. They didn't leave again, them to die. You know, it's like once they found them, they were already trying to save them. You know, they were them. like, we got to go get, let's, yep. you know. Great. We'll explain everything to you outside. outside. We'll explain everything to you with ice cream. Let's go. You know. And <laughs> yes. when one of them was lost, you know, they didn't leave them behind. They're like, okay, we'll go help you look for this guy. And and when they got separated, go stand in the salt. You know, they yeah. took care of them yeah. the, the whole way, um, which is what heroes do. Yes. And it's nice to also... have a little bit of levity with, you know, the the, the dorks that are Ed and Harry, and those actors right. have such great chemistry with each other and I thought the four of them had great chemistry and they all love working with each other you know there's interviews where they're just like man this episode was such a blast you know uh -huh. because we got to like improv we get to just kind of say what we wanted it was also great um like Jared and Jensen both said that because the, the filming was part of the actor's responsibility there wasn't a lot of the, oh, you have to go here to hit your mark. You have to find your light. You have to, you know, all of the actory things that you have to do on set. There wasn't a yeah. lot of focus on that. So um, it was just like you could just focus on the performance. And if you ran into somebody, it was okay. It wasn't like, that's not part of your blocking or you screwed up the angle of the shot. Right. You know, it was, right. it's supposed to be a little real. And so they're like, that was great because it was like so many levels of pressure off. Just taken off them. Yeah. Same thing with the lighting. You know, there was just enough lighting to light them, but those flashlights made it, if they did get hit with a flashlight, it just made it that much better. But even yeah. if they didn't, it was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I thought it was fun. And I didn't, I definitely didn't feel um, like when I saw Blair Witch, I was one of those people who was nauseated <laughs> by, by how shaky, shaky the cameras were. It was just too long, too much. I didn't feel that way with this one. I think they yeah. leveled it out. They sparsed it with, steady cam <laughs> mm -hmm. enough that you weren't just trump like you know in motion the entire time did i also i love the fact that that the supernatural like sam and dean ran into people who were uh excited about the supernatural you know but didn't know enough about it to... yeah yeah it's like they were aware of the world um yeah. you know the the, the underbelly of supernatural stuff so they didn't have to do the truth is out there talk but they did have right. to be like okay that's okay. not the truth this is the truth <laughs> <laughs> and that truth is actually pretty scary so yeah. let's uh <laughs> yeah yeah so i liked that 
Okay, so our next one is long distance call. I think I remember this one. I don't at all. And I haven't watched it yet, so. I won't spoil it for you. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for being patient while we were on hiatus. We really, really appreciate it. Please subscribe to us, follow us, rate us anywhere you can find podcasts and they allow you to rate. That would be great. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, at least the past several episodes. You can also find us on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This everywhere. And uh, that's it. Yeah, just, you know, if you have any questions, we'll answer them on air. <laughs> Am I too desperate there asking for that? That actually was, you know, a little across the line care. for I'm Sammy. Gonna keep it. I'm going to keep it. All right. I don't care. Um, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week for Long Distance Call. Bye. Bye. Bye.